All right, all right, all right, all right. Good day, good day, folks. This is my first official podcast ever. I've never done a podcast. I used to have a pretty somewhat, I would say, successful YouTube channel. I wouldn't say successful. I wasn't making money off of it. I, I uh, did a channel uh, similar, which is about was about truth, but uh, didn't really monetize on it. And uh, I just wanted to share the truth for free, you know? Which is what I'm thinking about with this, but it just all depends on how this podcast goes, where this takes me, who knows. What I do know is that we live in a crazy, messed up world right now, Uh, especially if you live in the United States of America. Uh, We are seeing some unprecedented events occur uh, rapidly, as if the snowball is rolling down the hill, getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And what is that snowball going to collide into? What is it going to smash into? What is going to be the ultimate break in this system? uh, Or in the way that uh, this country is operating at this this point. So, excuse me. We're going to have to face the fact that, uh, you know what we see in in historical evidence uh, observation without going to scripture of the holy bible we can see clearly that the world is decaying the world is living in a state of entropy it's not getting any better it's not going to rejuvenate itself and magically have a you know utopian world come about from any type of government structural system or anything. It's not ever going to get better. And I, I'm not trying to be a cynic folks. I'm trying to be realistic. If you look at the way the world is and the way that it's going, it's just, it doesn't matter how much technology they try to pitch to us. That's going to make us superhumans or be able to tap into our cell phones and, uh, you know what, (laughs) be able to dial with our minds, dial a phone number. I mean, it's just, we're not doing anything to advance for the betterment of mankind. So it's, it's obvious that, you know, it's running out, it's running down. Like I said, the snowball is getting bigger. Uh, The time in which these events are occurring are just amazing that other people aren't just just seeing the absurdity of what we're dealing with with certain ideologies and lifestyles that are completely destructive and just twisted all backwards where we're now led to believe what we've been warned about that what's once was good is now bad and what's what once was bad is now good. Hopefully you understood what I just said there. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's the kind of stuff we're dealing with in this world that we, we have to come to the realization that, you know, we better prepare for something big. Something big is going to occur very soon. And, you know, perhaps people can say, well, what about this COVID thing that just happened? Isn't that big? Well, let's talk about COVID, shall we? (laughs) Uh, Hopefully I can talk it about on here without getting censored or 
somebody raising flags and trying to cancel me in this cancel culture that we live in. But let's talk about COVID. Let's talk about the fact that Joe Biden's team, his Democratic Democrats, as I like to call them, actually, the the Democrats and the other far left socialists who pretend to be Democrats, uh, have been, you know, organizing and planning all kinds of ways to Sunday to get rid of Trump to destroy his legacy, to destroy anything that he has done to this day. Now, let's just get to the bottom of what Trump is to me before we go on, because this is my first podcast, and it's only fair that I just let people know what I think about Trump. Is this man perfect? No. Okay? Nobody is. Does this man say some off-color stuff? Yes. Everybody does. Is it very presidential of him? No, not really, but at least it's transparent and real. It's not a soundbite of another politician saying what he thinks you want him, what you want him to say or what you expect to hear. So that brings me full circle to the fact that he's not a politician. Therefore, what I see in a very wealthy man like Donald Trump, who understands business pretty well. Now, there are, those, there are those that will argue with me and claim that he's bankrupt in a lot of several things or whatever. But again, you don't understand how business works because he plays it that way on purpose. And I'm not going to get into all that. But the point is, Donald Trump is a businessman and he is one of us as the people representing the people the blue-collared workers, the people that actually live under the thumb of Big Brother, okay? He is the first hardcore, system-of-a-down, rage-against-the-machine, punk-rock president we will ever have and ever have had. He's one of the people standing up finally to Big Brother. Hence, why you have the never-Trumpers Republicans who don't like him, as well as every Democrat who does not like him. Why? Well, because the Democrats, they want to initiate the New World Order as fast as possible. And there are quite a few Republicans who want to jump on that bandwagon as well. And you can bat your eyes, roll your eyes, huff and puff all you want, and act like the New World Order is not something real and it's just a term used by quote-unquote conspiracy theorists but it does exist it is something that they are it is an agenda that the global elite do have the intent of foreseeing through so they you know they have the intent of this becoming to to fruition so uh guess what donald trump gets into the picture and throws a monkey wrench into their plans. Slows it down. That's exactly why they don't want four more years. That's four more years of not accomplishing their goal of the New World Order. So the way I see it is this guy almost miraculously 
beats Hillary Clinton. Nobody thought he was going to win. And from what I know and believe in scripture is that, uh, you know, God appoints the leaders, no matter if they're good or bad. He even made sure that Hitler was appointed. And if you understand the history of Israel and how they became to be and what that meant Hitler's reign and what he did to the the Jews all makes sense as to why God allowed that to happen. Because if it wasn't for that to happen, the, the Jews probably wouldn't have their own state of Israel. So things happen for a reason, according to God and his plan. And it's easy to see for me that God has chosen Trump to do what he's done and to give us the opportunity for, and hopefully, which I pray for, four more years of time to get things right, time to open up our eyes, wake up and see the truth. See how the wool has been pulled over your eyes and understand how we can do something as a community of Americans, not black or white, not brown or yellow. It's, it's, we're all Americans. Okay. We all matter. All of our lives matter. And I know that all of us, it only took 3% of us to win our, our independence from the British. So if it only took 3% to do that, why can't we at least get 10% of us to come together and realize that we're just Americans and it doesn't matter on what's on the outside. We all have red blood and we all chase after that green dollar, don't we? So the way I see Trump is somebody who is standing up to Big Brother and who is trying to put a monkey wrench in their plan. And that's my stance on it. And I think that what he's done has been unprecedented. He's, he's, he has made records. And if anything, his world peace his middle East peace deals. They may be kind of scary to some Christians, but it's amazing that he's, he's accomplished this. So that alone is a great reason to, to vote for him. But, you know, again, we should vote for a, a person based on their policies and not what his personal flaws might be because that doesn't have anything to do with the future of our country. The policies that these so-called politician talking heads continue to promise over and over again that never get done, never taken care of. And look what Trump's done in such a short time. Imagine if for some miracle that the Democrats actually did want to work with him and that, that there, that these two factions of our government could actually come together and work together without bickering and fighting like a bunch of children spending millions of dollars of taxpayer money. Imagine that. So I'm going to uh, wrap this up, this being my first podcast, but you know, let me 
wrap it up by going back to what I was talking about. Because I want to kind of keep this under 15 minutes, at least for the first one. So I just want to give you a three-minute warning here. I'm not going to be ranting too, too long today. But let's go back to COVID, what I was talking about with COVID. Now, what we know about Biden and his interest in China and vice versa should not be a mystery to anybody. You can go research and find out why Joe Biden is compromised and bought out by the Chinese. Now, if you know this, you'll look at the timeline. Donald Trump, you know, was impeached, but they didn't get him out of the office. He was acquitted or exonerated or whatever they call the term. Um, Then not long after that failed impeachment, uh, Bill Gates and a lot of far leftists decide to have some sort of a seminar in October of last year about a pandemic that could possibly break loose in the world and how they would deal with it and how the vaccines would be distributed and blah, blah, blah. Why does it matter? Two, three months later, a real pandemic breaks out from China. Now, we've already heard reports of a lady that claims that she worked in the Wuhan laboratory where she admits that this was a created biological warfare weapon, if you will, uh, and, and was done on purpose, intentionally. So, let's, you know, look at the timeline, folks, here, that we're doing here. So then... An election year comes up. Oh, gee, how convenient. We happen to have, or did have, I think it's still, we're still breaking records today, but we had the best economy this country has ever had in its history. And only growing stronger. The Chinese hated that because their economy was going down the tubes. Okay? Let's not forget that that government of China is wicked, evil communists that want to destroy us. Let's not forget that. And if they're in Joe Biden's pocket and vice versa, you're going to sit there and tell me that during an election year and everything that's happened in 2020, you're going to tell me that's all just coincidence, that that wasn't indeed, in fact, a pandemic, that this was orchestrated by Biden's team and the Chinese to destroy Trump or at least give Joe one hell of a chance in the election and as well as destroy our economy. You think that that's not a coincidence? Wow, gee. Come on, people. Let's wake up to the truth. Let's understand what's going on here. You know, I've asked quite a few people, why isn't that Uh, theory even discussed or you know even brought up as a you know I I know that Trump's probably thinking that way but he doesn't want to say that before an election because it's going to make him look like some conspiracy theory nut job and that'll be one hell of a big huge story perhaps he will say something about it after he's elected again which honestly people I have to say I do believe that he will be elected again I believe that God is listening to 
thousands and thousands and thousands of people's prayers that want this man to give us four more years of, of a chance, four more years to, to, to get our acts together, to, to try to get this somewhere at least uh, prepared for when, when the SHIT hits the fan. <laughs> so anyways, all right, I've gone over my 15 minutes, folks. I'm not going to keep everybody. I just want you all to think about some of those things, specifically about COVID. Ask yourself why some of the major uh, uh, issues of death that we um, usually deal with on an annual basis, such as influenza, influenza uh, bronchial, uh, problems, uh, pneumatic problems, all kinds of, you know, uh, illnesses and sicknesses that do end up killing people annually that add up to thousands and thousands. Why are none of those numbers available in 2020? Why, why has none of those been recorded? Everything has been counted as COVID. So do you really think we have 200 plus 200,000 plus deaths in this country? Or are we just counting every death that happens, everything short of a car accident or gunshot? So think about it, folks. There's a lot to think about and a lot to understand through this veil that's been put over our eyes. And we got to lift it and we got to look at it. Sometimes the truth is harsh. Sometimes we don't want to hear the truth. But it's the only thing that's going to save us. And remember this, folks. There are a million ways to deceive, but only one way to believe. I'm David V.H. Getz, and hopefully you'll catch me again tomorrow on my next podcast. Peace and love to you all.